Hello, welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is comedian actor Jordan Rock. You may have seen him on All Deaf Comedy on HBO, Love on Netflix. You can catch him on season three coming March 9th. Jordan will be in The After Party, a movie on Netflix coming this summer. And today he joins me to talk weed, dating, consciousness, comedy, mushrooms, acting, the Illuminati Tinder dating app called Raya. Uh, we talk about his big brothers, uh, Tony Rock and Chris Rock. Maybe you've heard of them, but this is not about them. This is a love letter to Jordan Rock. This is all about Jordan. Uh, we talk about Instagram, performing at Madison Square Garden, Madonna, his work ethic, and so much more. He gives great dating advice, by the way, and he's very, very grounded, so driven. You know, it's just a... Uh, it's a fun romp, this conversation, that goes from uh, a, you know beginning with me being very giggly and giddy uh, at the top of this convo, because I've never met Jordan before in real life, ever, and I've wanted him on the show for ages. And can, can you imagine, just like put yourself in my position for a minute, it's such an odd thing. I sit down for like a two-hour in-depth conversation once a week, and sometimes I get nervous because it's like, if I've never met someone, I'm like, oh my God, who is this person? Ah, I'm, you know, so uh, sometimes when I listen back to these episodes, when I listen back, I hear my voice and I'm like, who, who, who are you? What were you doing? Relax. Stop saying, oh my God, so much. Get a fucking grip. But I'm only human. I hope you enjoy it. And for more Jordan Rock, for all of his upcoming tour dates and everything uh, he wants you to know about him, definitely follow him on Instagram at jordanrock843. You can also find him on Twitter at jordanrock843. Here's what happened to me. So about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, I was sitting alone in my apartment, uh, not in a sad way, just that's what it was. I was watching Love on Netflix, and all of a sudden, who pops on the screen? This this man, this young, handsome man I've never seen before. Uh, he uh, He was hilarious, magnetic, had a magnetism uh, to him like no other. His cadence, the pitch, the sound of his voice, his comedic timing and delivery was all perfection. I immediately grabbed my phone, which is bizarre because I was already clutching it, looked up who this actor was on IMDb. It was Jordan Rock. And it didn't even dawn on me that maybe his last name meant he could have been linked to Chris Rock or Tony Rock. And then when I realized that he was in fact related to them, I didn't give a fuck because it doesn't matter. Jordan Rock is his own special precious beast. All right? I, in my head, I've not said this to his face or out loud to anyone. I, I refer to Jordan Rock as the millennial rock of the Rock clan. All right? He is 26 years old. He is going to be a superstar, nay, megastar. And uh, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, oh my God, wasn't superstar uh, actor comedian Jordan Rock once on Alexi Wasser's Love Alexi podcast? Oh my, yeah, I think, I think he was. That's crazy. Yeah, she, how did she know? How did she know? Well, you know why I know? Because I'm a fucking empath. I'm an empath with my finger on the pulse, and uh, I just have a feeling. It's a sixth sense. We talk about it during the podcast, um, about consciousness and uh, different realms and ways of thinking. Anyway, uh, you know where to find Jordan on Instagram and Twitter. I think all of you, you and I should be friends on social media at Alexi Wasser on Instagram and Twitter. 
And I want to say thank you to all my Patreon subscribers. You guys, I, this is a commercial free podcast. I do. I do it because I love it. I don't make any money doing it. And, and I'm so thankful to all of you who subscribe to my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Alexi. Um, essentially if you want to support the show and donate however little or however much you want to donate, it's all completely appreciated. And what it does is it helps me be able to build the show and keep doing it because I'm so completely passionate about doing the show and bringing you new, interesting, creative, cool people uh, every single week. So if you'd like to be my patron saint, I would love that. Uh, And uh, other than that, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment, tell all your friends about this podcast if you enjoy it. And always feel free to send emails to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. I will read your email on the air. And I'm very excited. I'm, I'm hosting my monthly Girls' Night In event this Saturday, January 27th, the first Girls' Night In gathering of 2018, 8 p.m. this Saturday. Uh, it's sold out, but here's the thing. If anybody out there is interested and you live in Los Angeles and you would like to attend a Girls' Night In gathering, which is a very cozy, intimate, girls-only party where girls of all ages, ethnicities, shapes, sizes, what have you, uh, we all get together at a private residence, drink rosé, make new friends, and share what we're feeling, noticing, experiencing. It's just a cathartic girl party. It's so simple, it's complicated for me to explain it. But if you want to go to this uh, to a future Girls' Night In gathering, DM me on Instagram or send me an email uh, to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to try to host these parties every last Saturday of the month. So, uh, and I'm actually going to take Girls Night In on the road and I'm going to host Girls Night In in Las Vegas the last Saturday in March. More on that uh, to come. I will update you. Um, And all that aside, I think I've said enough. I've said it all. I'm going to finally shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with millennial rock actor, writer, comedian, multi-hyphenate, general threat, future of comedy, and my new friend, Jordan Rock. Now entering Nerdist.com. Is this happening? Oh my God. I need a mint. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, What's up? What's up? What's up? How are you doing? Really good. Oh, this is Aristotle. What's up? What's up, man? You're over here. You're over there. I can smell. Nice, nice, nice. You can smell the weed on you. Oh yeah, I'm I'm way too tall for you. This is good. This is gonna be a good friendship. This is great. Oh my god. I hope I don't feel beautiful after you today. But uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Oh my god. How stony are you right now? Uh, I'm pretty stoned. Okay. I'm pretty stoned. But not like not like unfunctional stone. Unfunctional. But like normal. Like normal. Start my day. Do we cut this out of the podcast? Is this going to ruin your career? No, you can talk. You can put it in the podcast. Okay, good. Wait, I mean, can, are we on? We're on. Oh, sorry. Is that okay? Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We're diving right into it. Oh, Wait, man. Which, which, We're going to ease is, into which it. Which is L? Which is R? Oh, my God. Uh, Just get out. I can't. Uh, which, is, okay. which is L? Which is R? Red is right. Red is right? I, okay, didn't, cool. I didn't even know the exclusive. See, that was a real question. Exclusive. Okay, yeah. I see the R. Oh, my God. Wait. I'm a little sleepy today, okay? Okay. Because I know, can we just say we met on Raya? Yes. 
Is it okay? Is it like not ethical that we just start recording when you get here? Uh, it's cool. It's cool. It's on. Uh, it's uh, in the moment. It's really in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But also, but if you want me to cut out anything, if we say anything, and also I'm like raring to go today. I don't know why. I'm so excited. This is like. Oh my God. You're like stony, and I'm just myself. This is gonna be. This is going to be like... It's going to be magic. It's like a train wreck. No, it's going to be like... You're going to need to like recuperate after. It's going to be exhausting. No? I'm going to start my day after this. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Everybody do the same. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So we met on... Tell me everything. I can't believe this is happening. You're gorgeous. So are you. Um. Okay. But I'm a little sleepy, so forgive me. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Let me just get grounded in my truth and just like relax for a moment. So I watched, um, I watched, ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Rock today, and that's all I just wanted to let you know I did some research. Yeah, that's old. That's, that's old. old. I know. You're like, you're 26 now, right? Yeah, I think I was, what was I, 19 You're like that? 19 or 20 and like, yeah. Yeah. But like all the things you like were talking about like they're, they're, like are coming true, you know? Um, I don't know. It's crazy. It's okay. crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm like a shaman. I just, I just speak my, my, my future into the universe, You're and manifest. then I walk into it. Mm-hmm. You're calling it in. Yeah, it's incredible. Oh my god! All right, I don't even. Do you live in Los Angeles? Yeah, I just got here. But I mean, like, because you were in New York for so long, did you live there? Or you live here? What's going on? I, I lived it. in New York. Well, I was born in New York, grew up in South Carolina, Georgetown. Yep, started doing comedy in South Carolina, eleventh grade, two thousand seven. Uh, 2009, I moved to New York, and I lived in New York till two years ago. Till two years ago, and why'd you move here? Um, I got new agents, and I booked love. Oh my god! Okay, so how did that happen? Did you like put yourself on tape, or were they like, "We love this Allison Jones"? Like, oh my god, I love him. We want him to come in. Yeah, I came in. You know what happened? I came to LA. I had new agents, and they were like, "Yeah, you gotta come to LA. You gotta come to LA." And I just got here. And uh, they sent me this casting for Allison Jones. Yeah. And that was the first audition I did when I got to L.A. Are was you serious? Allison Jones. Did you know how, like, she's the greatest casting director ever? No, I had no idea you either. You didn't? No, I didn't know that until after the fact. Oh, my God. She's cast, like, everything good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I went in, and, and she had never seen me before. Because I wasn't from L.A., so I came in, and I read for her, and she was like, who? Who is this? And they were, they were... Booking, like they were casting a lot of other uh, movies at the time. They were casting Love and they were casting Pop Star. Yeah. And um, yeah, they just kept on. She liked me so much, she just wanted me to read. So I just kept on reading over and over for that show and yeah. Pop Star. Oh, were you in Pop Star? No, I didn't make Pop Star. Oh, God. I was like, did I not do enough research? No, nah, I didn't make it. Okay. But I mean, like, but so you're reading for a bunch of different roles on Love? Yeah, like Love and Popstar. They were casting at the same time. But like, what were the other roles? Just the same role, though. No, you know what? The role that I auditioned for wasn't even in the show. It wasn't? Yeah, they, they didn't even, he didn't even make it. Oh, my God. This is all just for Allison Jones. Yeah. It wasn't even a part that ever probably existed. Yeah. Just a little more time with you. Yep. Oh, my God. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean... My God, I have all these questions. I don't know how this is gonna go. Okay, just just go. I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Have you ever heard this podcast before? Um, I've listened a little bit because uh, I have a homegirl named Violet that listens. To, she's just big on like a bunch of podcasts, so she's. I've heard your voice before. You, okay. And um, who's Violet? She sounds great. She's cool people. She's got great taste. She's cool people. Is this your girlfriend? No, not at all. Do you have a girlfriend? Not at the moment. 
Not at the moment. Mm-mm. Have you ever had a girlfriend? Yeah, I had a girlfriend for uh, I had a girlfriend for a while. Who is this girlfriend? I mean, don't tell me all the details. But I mean, like, what happened? Uh, how long was the relationship for? Was- I had a I had a real girlfriend. You did? Yeah, I had a real girlfriend <laughs> from like from like twenty one to like twenty four. Yeah. Yeah, we lived together and everything. Oh my god. Yeah. So I did that. You did that. Now it's over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I did that. Check that off the list. Yeah, because you know what happens when you do that? You just wake up one day and you look around and you're like, I am lying to myself. <gasps> Everything about my life is a lie. Uh, you're just sorry for no reason. All day you're just walking around <laughs> sorry. Oh, babe, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> like your whole life, is you're just a sorry dude. <laughs> Oh my god! Should I not have hope and love? I don't have hope and love. Okay, but, but that really like I don't know what happened. I don't. What happened was this is what happened. I started doing more comedy. She got mad. Not that I was doing the comedy, but that I didn't have to wake up the same time she did, and we made the same amount of money if I didn't make more. So I was just doing a little bit too much nothing for her. Yeah, like she go to work all day. She comes home. I'm playing Xbox. Oh, God. That sounds so like a nightmare. It was a little too much nothing for her. Yeah, but didn't she, like, where'd you meet? In high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Are you friends? Uh, we're still cool. You're still cool? But is that what, the, what it was? Or was it just, like, was it being monogamous? Or it was just, like... No, we were together. No, but I mean, like, was it... What, what really? It was just because you're not doing enough. Did she not like get it? Didn't she go, like, oh, my God, he's going he's gonna to explode, and I just have to take the time and, like, the patience of... What do you mean? Was, I don't know. Like, of course, you're gonna have a different kind of lifestyle if you're a comedian. You're gonna be waking up later. You're gonna be writing. You're gonna keep your own hours. Like, didn't she know, uh, know that that was that was happening, or did that kind of morph and change? Like, when you guys, uh, it was interesting. It was the more of the uh, the the success, like getting better at it and getting more things from it that made it weird. You getting more successful made it weird. Yeah. Oh. Because oh. it was like I was getting more stable and she was still trying to figure it out. Oh, my God. That's so irritating and disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, it's like you come home and you tell somebody good news and it's it just hits them. Yeah. But it doesn't bounce back to you. Yeah. It's like, you're like, I'm doing this. And they're like, so what am I going to do? So Yeah. Oh, it makes them look at themselves. And if they don't feel good about it, like, yeah, and then it's going to affect you. because Oh, God, this is getting too personal. We might have to cut this out. No, that's all good. Her. Okay. Oh, my God. So then so you're on Raya. So when, how'd you end up on Raya? Uh, you know what's funny is uh, I, I signed up. No reference. <laughs> no reference? No reference. Uh-huh. And I got accepted in like two weeks, two weeks. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty successful, from what I hear. Oh my god. That's pretty successful, from what I hear. I have I have friends who are like agents. Oh and great. They, who and cares? they're like they're like on like six month. They're like on six month waiting list. I have like friends in Hollywood that are ah! like six month waiting list. To, they gotta they gotta come back. Okay. Uh, you're on television now. Yeah. You're super cute, young, hip. Your Instagram following could be larger. Makes no sense to me. Yeah, it makes no sense to me either. I know. Your Twitter. What's going on there? My Twitter got hacked. You did not get hacked. Yes, it did. What? By who? I don't know who hacked my Twitter. Somebody stole my Twitter. Aristotle, was it you? Okay. Yeah, somebody stole my Twitter, Aristotle. (laughs) 
God. Somebody stole it, man. Like I uh, outside. Is it one of your siblings? One of your six? Wait, you're one of seven. The youngest is seven, right? Yeah. All right, we will talk about that. I'm not going to not talk about all that, but okay, but yeah. Somebody stole it. I just got an email one day that my my Twitter was compromised and that my email was changed, but I didn't catch it in time. Oh my god! So when I went back and I typed in Jordan Rock eight four three, it didn't exist. Like they just, cha- I think they just took the whole Twitter with the followers and everything. Oh my god! Actually, that happened to me one time. Except they spammed me, and I had like a gazillion crazy things, and I had to go through every single one and delete all of them. And I got that email also, where it was like it was compromised. <laughs> I didn't understand it. I didn't care. I was like in a, whatever, a lift somewhere in Los Angeles. And then eight hours went by and I went, fuck, had I like paid attention to that? Maybe I could have like, whatever. Yeah, they went through my Twitter. They did? Yeah, I, they hacked straight. They hacked the Twitter straight. Let's just dedicate the entire ha- podcast to this. Just to talk about this the entire time. <laughs> yeah, they, they hacked and they did what? They just hacked it straight. I just know they hacked Twitter first because they hacked Twitter and then they got my email because I got the email alerts. Oh, my God. That my Gmail was compromised. And I was like, can't have that. You guys, life isn't fair. These crazy things are happening. Crazy, crazy. All the Okay, but you got on Riot, despite not having a huge Instagram or Twitter following. Nobody cares about Twitter, though, because Riot is connected to Instagram. You're on there. But you're on Love, and you have successful comedy brothers. Yes. What does that mean? What are you trying to say? I'm not trying to say anything. <laughs> Listen, there's been an article about it in the New York Times. You talk about it in the documentary your friend made about you. Uh, it's not like, you know, I'm not. sometimes I'll have people on here. I had a kid, a guy named Hamilton Morris on the show, and I never talked about his father, who was like a famous uh, documentary filmmaker, Errol Morris, because I thought, oh, my God, this is about him. I don't want to talk about his famous dad. But now I regret it because it's part of his story and whatever, and you can get really get into stuff, and it's not about that because you are you are your own person, and yeah. there's so much nuance to like. So if it's offensive, which I don't think it is, because it's been talked about so many times in recent articles and all the stuff that I just said. But like, I mean, I do like, yeah. I don't think you got on Riot because your brother is like Chris Rock or Tony Rock or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I mean. Are they on Raya too? No, uh, no, Chris was on Raya for a second. I think I saw him for three seconds and he disappeared. Maybe a, t- a year and a half ago. Yeah, Chris was on Raya for a second. We got a girlfriend now. He has a girlfriend Great. now. Great, let them be happy. Yeah, he has a girl. What about your other brother? I mean, you have like so many siblings. Uh, Tone, Tone's just Tone's just he's old school. Is he? Oh, he's old school. Old is school. He? Tone is just old school. He Tone. Well, Tone has a girlfriend now too. He does. Also, so that's another reason why. Where did he meet her? The streets. Not, a, not a, I don't the know. streets. <laughs> I don't know. Would you ever date a girl that you uh, that you met at a show that was like in the audience, or is that too like? Have you done that? Uh, have I? Yeah, I have actually. Like when I was like probably like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Twenty six now in a four year relationship. You live with a woman. Yeah, I lived with a woman. You live with a woman. There must have been good parts about that. I don't there know. Was cool parts. There were cool parts. Intimacy, com- learning how to communicate. Yeah, intimacy, learning how to communicate. Uh, just say what I just said. Oh my uh, god. Uh, eating. What is eating what? was fun. Did she cook for you? Uh, both. It was just yeah. Eating was fun. Uh, oh my god. Companionship. I guess. I, what are you looking at? What are you, you just I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Just, just, that's where she lingers <laughs> in your subconscious. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was cool. It was cool for a second to just have. Someone there. It was cool. Yeah. Did she smoke as much weed as you smoke? Yeah, she smoked so much weed. She did? Yeah. Oh, my God. You couldn't date a girl who didn't smoke weed, right? Uh, I could. I could. But she smokes weed. Like, she's smoking, and I'm like, chill. Like, I'm good. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't smoke I don't smoke pot. I'm and she was little, like, too. She was? Yeah. 
What's your type? Who's your ideal girl? We'll put it out into the ether. Not that you're looking to get into anything. You got to get your, your, your like, your flourishing career is. I don't know. I just, I love all types of women. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh. I like them all. I'm, I'm out here. You're out here. Yeah. I love beautiful women. Oh my God. What are your riot dates been like? Uh, I've only been on one. Only one? This, yeah. this is not a date. This is a podcast. <laughs> all right. Don't laugh that hard. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. What's your riot date been like? Uh, they were cool. They were cool. Met some cool people. One person. One cool person. Mm-hmm. Everyone else just expires. And I don't talk to them. Or they're in different places. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not location based. Yeah. It's weird because, like, Raya just expects you to have a private plane and be able to go to Monaco on a whim. Yeah. On a, on a moment's notice. Um, Yowzas. Oh, my God. Are you Insta-storying enough, do you think? Um, I don't at all. You, I don't Insta yes story you, at yes, all. Yes, you have been. I Insta story, but not enough. You have been, you Insta story a lot. I feel like the most research I've done on you, I should have done more. And I did, I was like watching your comedy and I was like, I watched that short, that documentary and I'm reading articles and all this stuff and I've seen you on love. And I, by, by the way, also I was obsessed with you probably like two years ago. I like posted a thing and then I was like humiliated that I like was so earnest, even though I'm pretty earnest. What happened? What did it say? No, I was just like, oh my God, have you guys heard of Jordan Rock? This is crazy. And I didn't know where you came from. You just came out of nowhere. When I saw you on Love, I remember being like, this guy, like your voice, your cadence, like just like you're so likable. It's the crazy. I feel like the podcast is starting right now. Like you're so likable and charming. You popped. I had no idea, you know, what your what your family was all about. Who cares? It doesn't, doesn't matter. Like you, it was just like, oh my God. And when I, when I learned your name, I still wasn't like, oh, you must be the sibling of a, of a other community. Who cares? Does Matt like? You're just so hilarious, and you just I'm bright. Do people tell you this all the time? Um, not enough. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh but do you know this about yourself? Um, I hear it. I just I just think everyone's lying. Oh, so like okay. I look at it like I, when I hear this stuff, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I'm always just like, okay, now let me get back to work. Yeah. Okay, I, I hear everything, but let me get back to work. Because yeah. a lot of people would be like, just coast. But every time I get paid, I'm like, I think this might be the last time so that you're, I'm going to do it. You're grateful, right? You yes. Don't, you don't take anything for granted. No, I'm always I'm always trying to figure out the next thing. Yeah. What do you hope, like, what, what is the next thing right now? What's going on right now? Uh, love, love is over. You did nine episodes of that, right? Yep. We got another season coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in another six. You are? Yeah. That's exciting. Good times, good times. I get some good I got some good I got some good FaceTime this season. You did? Yeah. What's happening? Any any spoiler exclusive? I don't think I can I don't think I can tell you guys what's happening. God, but Jordan, it's Jesus. it's fun. Okay. And uh, I'm in the real world. Oh, you're in the real world, you're not working at the show. Uh I'm working at the show, but I'm out with the friends. You're out with the friends. Living your life out with the friends. You got the Netflix movie. What's that called? Uh, the After Party. The After Party? Yeah, the After Party was fun. The After Party was a lot of fun to oh, shoot. Tell me all about that. Okay, and that's why you were back in New York, because you were shooting in New York. Yeah. Okay, that's when I started like Instagram stalking you, being like, hey, what's going on? Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too, I'm here. <laughs> so tell me about that. Uh, that was fun. That was fun. That was, uh, that was, it was uh, all deaf pictures. Oh. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, but uh, that was before all the hoopla. Oh, God. Whatever, whatever. Uh, but the movie was fun. It's uh, like modern day Crush Groove. Um, Wait, what does that mean? Do you remember Crush Groove from back in the day? What's Crush Groove? Crush Groove Tell is me everything. an old hip hop movie from the 80s. That's it so has weird. I don't like know it. Every, 
every hip hop artist from the eighties at the time in the movie, and uh, Blair Underwood played uh, Russell Simmons in the movie. Oh, in the movie you're in, in, in Crush Groove. Oh, god damn it! Like he played like the who the like it was it was uh, for the culture. It's for the culture, yeah, for yeah. sure. But this is just like an updated version of not like a of not even like an updated version of that. It's just a movie, yeah, with a lot of rappers in it, and I got to meet like all my favorite rappers. And it was like every day was like a music video. Oh my god! It was crazy. What uh, What does your character do? Uh, I'm just. These uh, artists are trying to get signed, and I hold the key to their future. You hold the key to their future. It's like the young. I'm like, just an intern. You're just an intern. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Exclusive again. Oh yeah, my yeah, god. So. Well, so did you make a ton of friends? Oh yeah, it was mad fun. Uh, Kyle, super duper Kyle, the rapper. Uh, he was like double XL top ten this year, and uh, he has that song "I Spy" with Lil Yachty. Yeah. He was the star of the movie. Mad fun. Another kid named Harry, he was in uh, my friend, my friend Dahmer. Uh, oh wow! Great, great, cool dude. Uh, Ian Edelman was the uh, director. That's the guy that did How to Make It in America. He oh, actually, yeah. he actually wrote and directed the movie. Okay. Oh yeah, I saw that. So, he was fire. And he was who he was. He was fire. I'm like he was fired. Oh my god. No, no, no he, was just, he was just he was just dope. He was just dope. I get it. Oh my god. Um. Do you like what do you like better, acting or comedy? I mean, probably stand up, but uh, I like both of them. You like both, yeah. Where do you like? Where are you happier? I like both of them. I like doing stand up after I've been acting, and I like going back to acting after I've been doing stand up. Yeah, because I don't know. It's just I just like working. You just like working, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a hard time memorizing lines? Because that's what I hate. So I hate auditions and I hate memorizing lines. Oh, you know what? I don't have a hard time memorizing lines. You at all. don't? What's your secret? Give give uh, give advice to all the young actors listening who want to want to be you. This is the secret uh, to memorizing lines. <laughs> I don't tell myself I don't know them. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Once I read it like twice, I'm like, I know this, so I just keep on telling myself I know this. And if I stumble over some words, I repeat it. Like I know some a little, you know, some acting school chops. You but, do. Uh, I didn't even go to acting school, but I, I know a little. You techniques that can, you know, get your tongue untwisted and yeah. get you right. Do you get nervous, like, before you go on auditions or before you go on stage? Uh, you know what happens? This is always the funny thing. I'm usually, do you have ever do this? Do you go into the audition room and you're nervous, but then you hear the other person auditioning and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking better than that. Yes, that's my favorite <laughs> thing. I usually hate hearing them. And then when it's horrible, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be fine. Yeah, oh, God. Exactly. As long as I'm not that, we're all good. Yeah. That's usually what happens anytime I'm doing stand up or, or about to go to the audition room. I'm about to go on stage. I'm like, oh, man, it's crazy. And then I see the guy in front of me, and I'm like, I mean, I can, I can probably do that. Oh, my God. Well, your stand-up is getting so, it's, like, so tight now. It's like I was watching the progression of, like, your stand Like, are you happy where you're at, or, like, are you, like? I'm happy where I'm at in stand-up. I'm, I'm just, you know, continuing to move it forward. What, like, if, if somebody asks, when you're in one of these, like, meetings, with your new agents, who are you with? Who are you with, by the way? I'm with uh, UTA. You're in UTA, you're talking to your new agents when you're at a meeting and they're pitching you and you're sitting there awkwardly in a meeting or whatever and they're like, this is Jordan, blah, blah, it's this thing. What is your, because I had to ask somebody that in a meeting yesterday where they're like, we love your point of view and your, your blah, blah, and I went, what is my point of view? I'm like, I'm just living my life. I don't even know. Like what? What? What is that? And so I made him tell me who I am. To you know. And what did he say? I don't even want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Oh, it was lovely." I mean, it was like really 
I felt awkward asking that, but I also thought that was the most like honest question I could possibly ask because I have no idea. And but he was really sweet. He was like, "Oh, you wear your heart on your sleeve, and you're just always." I don't know. It's like, I can't even say it without like, I'm going to go kill myself right now. It's too embarrassing. But like, yeah, like if people were, oh God, now I'm going to make you do that. But if people were to like say like, Jordan Rock, and this is his point of view, and this is what he's, you know, going for and trying to say, is it like, you know, because, and it is interesting because you have so many, you know, comedians that are great in your family that they all have their, but they're, you guys are all so different. And I've, and so where, what is your take? Because you're young and cool and on, on Instagram. Uh, I always just tell people that my comedy is always growing. Like I'm talking about things that are going on right now and I'm kind of staying in the middle of issues instead of like picking sides on them. Oh God. So oh, is that I where like, we're at? Yeah. That's what I like to do. I like to just like, that's just what I like to do. I just like to, when somebody's arguing something, I like to just throw something in the middle of it that just make people go, you know what? Shut up. Yeah. So I'm, that's just type of comedy I do. And, um, I'm just very aware whatever I'm doing right now is going to change. So I'm just all for the progression. I'm just always for moving it forward. Yeah. So I don't really even know how to how to describe it myself. I just and why it. should you? That's why that's why uh, agents and managers exist. To, yeah. To frame you, you just go do whatever you're gonna do that comes instinctually. That's like coming from you. Yeah, they're the middle. They're the middle people. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, more like they're let them you know wrap it up and explain it because I don't know how to do that either. But like, do you feel like I'm getting in the okay? In my last last week, I had to put a podcast out, and at the beginning of it, I was like, I did like a twenty minute intro, which I like really trying not to do. But I'm also learning how to be like, if I have shit to say, I'm going to say what I want to say, and whatever. Why can Mark Marin ramble and say whatever the fuck you like? And if I feel passionate to say something, I will. So I went off on the whole like Aziz Ansari article that I read because I was like, because <laughs> I was like so irritated by it because I was like, this is the Me Too movement. This is like, if anything, if you're really going to learn from it, for, this is my take on it. But it's like, it's. I feel like Aziz is now the face of like the opportunity for people to learn how to communicate better or to like, and that we're not mind readers and that like women aren't helpless victims. Yes, they, they can be put in horrible situations, but this was just a situation of like a dude learning everything that 80s and 90s movies teaches men to be like, keep pushing, keep pushing. And I just want to say know. something yeah. for the record. Yeah. Um, I was very upset when I read the Aziz article basically because the claws my move. Oh God! <laughs> God damn it! Is that already in your act? Is that already the claw? Oh my! I was God. like, wait, who told him about the claw? Oh God! <laughs> I bet, yeah, I bet the claw is a lot of guys move. What is the claw? What do you do? I'm gonna try to do right now. I don't even what is know it? what the claw is. Is the, that what you do, Aristotle? What is it? You you stick you your put, fingers? Oh, that doesn't sound pleasant, actually. Yeah, and it's the claw. The cl- do they call it the claw in the article? I don't know, but you know what? All it, that's what I. You know what? That's really ha- that's what's happening. All these guys' moves are just getting exposed. <laughs> oh, that's so embarrassing. I don't think that's... Okay, I don't think that's... their move. But in this particular story... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. But, yeah. I just feel like... I don't know. And then, Oh, here's what I was going to say. Like, I was just... So, I read this article, reading the thing. Yeah, maybe it wasn't the greatest... Maybe the other, for sure. The claw, invasive. Not the coolest move, right? Yeah. She wasn't into it. Great. I get it. I wouldn't be there. Let's get the fuck out of here. Whatever. But, like... I don't think that's part of the Me Too movement. But then if I, when I said something, I'm also terrified to fucking take a st- to say anything. Like you're saying like, oh, I'm, I'm picking the middle because it's like whatever. And, and I said this thing and I was like, oh my God, either people are going to agree with me and be like, oh my God, you're saying what I'm too afraid to say because, or they're going to get mad. And I'm getting like on Twitter, girls are like, you're an you're anti-woman and you're like, a, you've got female, you know, you got the misogynies in you and, and you're like a woman hater and you're like, you're, you're victim shaming. I'm like victim shaming. I'm saying that like, yeah, 
Aziz maybe can stop pushing and men need to stop, whatever. But like she could have fucking left. She never tried to leave. They didn't even have sex. Anyway, so I went off on this. So what I hate is the fact that like now we're also in this conditioned time where it's like you can't say any, you can't even have an opinion on anything or chime in, especially as a woman. A man, you're not even, so that would be like, that would like be me. You can't say anything probably because you're a guy, right? So you're a guy. Too. I just got to LA. You just got to fuck you. I say whatever I want to say. But all, all I'm just fucking rambling right now. Just about like the time we live in and how and whatever. And uh, it's all this is a blessing, so we can have a conversation and things can get better, maybe or whatever. Yeah. But do you feel as a comedian because I write and I have this podcast and and that's my. And Instagram, these are my avenues to express myself and communicate. Do you feel in stand-up or doing stand-up that your your hands are tied ever? Or that you're like, oh, I want to go there, but I know if I do, I could get in trouble. Or I'm a guy and maybe this will, um, some girl I wanted to date with who I looked at the wrong way or like, or whatever. Like, what do you mean? Like, do you, okay, let me take that back. Do I ever feel? Do you feel like the time we're living in right now is so, um, is so hypersensitive that like, you can't make certain jokes. Maybe you write in the privacy of your own home or, or, or say think, thoughts you think because you're worried uh, that people will get so angry. Like I watched, uh, I watched, uh, oh God, what did I watch? Equanimity. The, Chappelle. Yeah. So I watched that his special the other day where he's talking about how everybody's so sensitive. That it's just like, do you feel that way as a comedian where it's yes. like, and so what do you do with that feeling? Uh, you gotta, you take it to the stage. You do? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. It's really weird. You didn't want to talk with about comedy, the topic. <laughs> with, with, with like comedy, I've learned when you're telling a joke, when I'm writing a joke about something that gets people iffy, I usually have to write it all out and then I'll go tell it. And when I tell it, it's usually like, okay, this is the joke. This is how I feel. And here is the rest of the joke. So usually I have to just take out like the real shit and just keep it a joke. But I know in the director's cut, in the director's cut that this joke is about that, or this joke was written for that. The director's cut is in the back of your mind. No, in my book. In your book. Yeah, like just written in my notebook. In your notebook, okay. And there will probably will be a book. Probably in the future. Probably I'm gonna just put out my notebook. Don't put out your notebook. Put out your notebook, actually. Oh, am I like when when you're uh, I don't know is a brother or a cousin I don't know in your in the documentary when they weren't when you said you wanted to be a comedian how old were you I was uh, I was like sixteen like sixteen and and then oh god which brother what's his name who said this he was like oh, okay you know maybe he just wants to be a comedian because his brothers are comedians oh my brother Brian but then he saw your notebooks mm-hmm. yeah so then he saw your notebook and saw how prolific you were and how like you had stacks of notebooks with all these jokes and things were talking next. a lot of shit that was like the, I was like what? I, I don't yeah. even know what I could have been talking about also, in those notebooks but that's so great you're so prolific it's so great that he appreciated that and he saw that in you but also like why is he going through your notebook like, <laughs> get out of there I'm serious like he just saw them in your room did he go through them I was getting I was I was a bad kid they needed to go through my stuff you're, why were you a bad kid I was just, well it wasn't I wasn't bad I was just smoking weed a lot smoking weed when is this gonna stop how are we gonna get married if you refuse to stop smoking weed uh i'm gonna grow out of it one day are you really yeah i think i I just need to work more you need to work more yeah i need i need to just work all the time 
you get stoned before get stoned? I sound so dorky. That's so dumb. But uh, do you, do you, do you get stoned? But when you work, like when you shoot something, no, you, no. Don't, you don't want anybody to smell. No, because when you, this is the thing when you smoke, you're done being high, but your face isn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So yeah, I'm like I can't do that. Because then I'll just, it's like, I'm done, but my face is stone for the rest of the day. Is this a joke you have in your act? No, I'm, no, this is just put, the you truth. Should, you should put it in there because that was great. <laughs> oh my God, now I'm a person telling you what to put in your act. Oh God. Oh God. Um, well, Jesus. But do you go on stage, Stony? Oh yeah. You do? Yeah, I get stoned on stage all the time. Oh man, your face is so cute. If you didn't have such a cute face. Yeah, I get stoned all the time. For, for stage, for shows, because like for comedy, I just look at it like, this is my night. It's Friday. Yeah. I'm doing what Friday, what people do on Friday. I just happen to have to get on stage later. But it works for you, too. You know, you're not, like, hindered. Does it help your comedy, or you're just well, totally normal? I'm not getting normal? fucked up. I'm you not, weren't even getting fucked up. Yeah, I'm not getting fucked up before I go on stage. I'm just having a drink, or I'm yeah. smoking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, back to, like, saying shit that might be, like, uh, it's terrifying to say in your comedy. Like, But now it's so fucked up where it's, like, if you say something and you're taking a chance and you're bringing it to the stage, do you worry about like people recording it, you know, and like putting it and then Jordan Rock said this thing and it's just such a weird time we're in right now. Yeah, comedy out of context is the worst. Yeah. Yeah, comedy out of context sucks. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't really worry about that that much, but I know my brother does. My brother worries about that a lot. Which brother? Uh, Chris. Chris, like when you go to shows, he locks everyone's phones up. Really? Yeah, him and Chappelle, they lock everyone's phones up. Oh, my God. How do you do that? They have this company. They sell sleeves. And you walk through the door. They put your phone in a sleeve. They lock it. And uh, they give it back to you. And you have to go to the people to open it before the uh, end of the night. What a great tidbit of information I've never heard about ever. Yeah, so nobody has their phone in those shows. That's why you never see anything on YouTube or see any pictures or anything. Even what about the comedy seller? Uh, the comedy seller doesn't do that. They should, but that's yeah. why I'm like, my brother's kind of like... Not doing stuff there? Yeah, he's kind of upset right now. But, you know, it's cool. Because uh, he, there was like a New York Times article... About uh, what? ...that came out uh, just misquoting one of his jokes. Oh. You know, and comedy out of context when you're watching it at a comedy club. It's like, it's like a play in previews. It's, you know, it's not the real thing. They're working out the kinks. They got to feel it out. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I also, I don't like how everybody gets get so angry if you don't say something that you, they think you're supposed to be saying. If you don't have like the group think mentality about everything, and 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 then they just yell at you, and all of a sudden it's like everybody's just yelling at each other, and no information can be, um, nothing can be learned, no like understanding can be reached because you're just like everybody's screaming at each other, defending their. It's just so bizarre. It's just such a fucking weird time. But uh, yeah, yeah. Do you think you ever want to get married? Let's just jump over to that real quick. Uh, I do. I do. You do? You're so young. Does anybody want to get married anymore? Is Raya a place for people to find love? I don't, um, I don't even know what I was doing on there. I matched with you, then I shut it down. Then I was like, I'm going, I'm going to be celibate. I'm, um, not, I'm, I'm not saying because I'm in love with you. I'm just saying because uh, <laughs> I was like, great, I'm going to get him on the podcast. We're done here. Uh, you were like, I've reached my goal. Yes, exactly. I'm uh, not even kidding. <laughs> you're like, something good has come out of this. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's true. You're like, I got a dub. Don't want to get out while I'm hot. I don't want to. I don't want to take an L. Not like I'm not gonna fall for this Tinder trap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you making scr- Scrabble comparisons right now? No, is that what happened? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been on Tinder too? 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been on Tinder? Yeah. You're too good for Tinder. I know. Like, you know what? I... I should put that in my fucking uh, bio. I should put that in the bio. I should say I should I'm, I should only be on Raya. It's true. <laughs> Wait, on your Tinder bio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was on Tinder for like, I don't know, I think like six days over the holidays because I was just like at home watching movies by myself, Insta storing me talking like a nutcase nonstop. And I thought, fuck it, I'm going to go people watch on Tinder because Raya is so curated. Yeah. It's like you run out of people. Nobody messages, messages each other. I just had a stroke. Um, and Tinder, it's like every everybody's on Tinder. It's just, but it's like it's like trash. It's crazy. It's just like there's so much trash. On it's fun. It is kind of fun. But then like people would make fun of me for being on Tinder. Who? The men I matched with. No, but no, that's just their insecurity. That's oh. just them going, uh, 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 like. Yeah, I don't uh, like that. Yeah. I don't like sarcasm. I don't like negging. It doesn't work for me. The minute I see that, I go, oh, you're horrible. And I already have low self-esteem. And if I feel that way about this person, you must be really <laughs> horrible. But, uh, yeah, what's your mood? So you go on Ryan. Yeah. Nobody messaged each other. You do believe in love. Maybe you'll get married at some point. Um, did your mom instill lots of good stuff in you? Because you don't seem like a mean person. Yeah, my mom was great. My mom's lit. Is she still alive? Yeah. Yeah, so... She's still great. Yeah, she's still great. Okay, you said in the past tense, I like freaked out. I actually did Google to see like if your mom was still alive today, so I didn't accidentally. She's good. She's good. She's, she's good. good. I'm I'm gonna call her when I'm done here. You are? Yeah, I'll give her a call. And be like, don't listen to that podcast. There's a train wreck. Uh no, no, that's not what I'm gonna say. I just wanna see what's up what she's up to. Do you talk to her every day? Talk to her like once a week, twice a week. What did she instill in you? How did she raise you? I mean, my God, seven kids? All came out of your mom. Well, she didn't really have to do Six, much. She, had to, had, she really didn't have to do much because I had brothers. I had old brothers. Yeah. Who were actual adults. And uh, she, you know, she did her thing, but she was she was old by the time I came around. Not like, she was just like. Yeah. She wasn't trying to run after me. Wait, how old is she when you were born? She had me at 45. She had you at 45? Yep. She just naturally, no in vitro or anything, or however you pronounce it? No? Just happened. Is this the same the same dad for everybody? Uh, I'm the only person with a different father. You're the only person with a different father? Yeah. That's why you're the most special. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm the end. I'm the end. <laughs> you're the end. Oh, my God. Seven kids? Who's your dad? Can we talk about him? You don't have to talk about anything you don't want to talk about, and I'll cut out anything you want me to cut out. It's not that kind of podcast where I'm trying to ruin your life. Uh, Yeah, we don't. Okay, there you go. Anyway. But it's cool. He's cool people, but yeah. I have an old, I have an old dad, where he was like, we'd always lie about his age, and he, I think he was like, he was, just, he was, he was like forty five, like five years in a row. I think he's so weird. He's a guy because Hollywood is so bizarre. I think he had like ageist complex about himself, mm-hmm. and I think he gets injections or whatever. I don't talk to him anymore. Or whatever. That's neither here nor there. But um, I always had this thing when I would go to school with all this intense like weight on my shoulders, even when I was like eight years old, being like, my dad's older than all the other dads. He's gonna die. Like I just had the idea of him dying. I mean, did you have that weird idea of like having an an older mom than maybe the other kids that like that stressed you out? Maybe. Um. No, uh, not to the other kids, but to my family. I'm more like my family. I'm like, oh, my family. Like I'm like, oh, my brothers had a younger mother. And they, and like, you know, like he's like, you know, my brother's 40 and he has kids and like, you know, he gets to help him with the kids. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, like, you know, like what's going to happen when I'm 40, when I'm 58? Oh, cause your mom won't be around maybe. Yeah. I'm saying maybe. Yeah. Oh God. Isn't that sad? I, oh God. Yeah. That's, I a, that's a crazy thought. I don't like crazy that thought. Crazy thought. Yeah. 
But uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy thought. I think about it all the time. Uh, about, about your mom, yeah, not being here. Yeah, because my friends, my friends who have dealt with that, and I've luckily escaped it my whole life. But I know it's coming. My God, yeah, well, it's coming for everybody. Yeah, so I have friends. Like I had a friend who lost his mother last year. Yeah, on on like yeah on Valentine's Day. It was on crazy. Valentine's Day, so you gotta. Hang out with him on Valentine's Day and say hello or call him up. It's coming around. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know. It's weird. It's so weird. I didn't even think to, uh, we'd end up talking about this at all. It's so weird where these like conversations go. Because the other day I had the same thought about my mom. I went, oh, my God. The idea that my mom could die. Oh, God. He's checking his phone. <laughs> oh, God. We lost Jordan. <laughs> it was a lot going on. It was like it went off like, it went off like four times Who at once. It? I was like. What if it's your mom? Uh, nah, it's my boy. Who's your boy? Uh, Mike DeBay. It's a comic. All right. Was he? Let me see. Let's, tell, tell him I want him on my podcast too. Is he funny? Yeah, he's cool. He's mad cool. We getting him on the phone? Uh, no, I'm not getting him? on the phone. Nah. Oh my god. All right. We don't have to call him. I'm like telling you about my uh, me <laughs> thinking about my my mom dying. But I did think about this the other day, and I just like I started tearing up because I was like, oh my god, that, I'm, that is going to come. You were in it. I was in it. <laughs> uh, do you meditate at all? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Say it like it's all casual, like everybody does it. I mean, I do it. Oh, when do you meditate? Oh my god, I guess that's it. When you're 26 and you're and you're grateful and you're living your life and you're very talented, you you meditate and you you think everybody else does, but they don't. I meditate. When? I, um, like maybe like a few times a week, two three times a week. You meditate and you what? Right? Twenty minutes. Uh, fifteen twenty minutes. Put on like a nice binaural beat, you know. You do? <laughs> Wait, what were you gonna say? You meditate and you what? You, I cut you off. You said you do something else. That's it. God. So what's a typical day like? What time you roll out of bed? I usually wake up around nine. Nine a.m. Yeah. Oh my god. Now I'm trying to do stuff. I'm trying to do stuff. This year I'm doing stuff. What are you doing? Like getting my LA friends together. Who are they? Uh, just Mike, my boy Mike. We're going to Runyon. You are? Yeah, I'm going to Runyon. I'm being super LA. I'm going to the gym. What gym? Oh, we... No, it's a gym in my building. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that counts. Yeah, it does. It does. It's right down the hallway. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm doing that. I'm killing the early half of the morning. I'm coming back. I'm taking a shower. I'm meditating. Yes, yes. I'm attempting to write, send emails, and then... It's, I could like I've done enough for the day. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I've done so. I've done enough. Wait. So when did this like sh- shift in you? Like when were you like, oh my god? It's just because it's like January and it's 2018, and like. I mean, it kind of. I kind of had that like last year, but I feel like I don't use my time enough. Me too. Even though I do mad things, I just, I still feel like uh I need to do something. Yeah. I work all the time, but I feel like I've mastered the art of working. All the time, but looking like I'm not. Oh, that's a good point. Because if I look at... Because everybody has their, like, Insta story... Oh, God, for lack of a better, better word, brand or something. Like, where... And I feel like, yeah, you're either... This is what I, I'll just say off the top of my head from watching your Insta stories. You're either... You're smoking weed. You're singing along to a song. You're mouthing a song perfectly. You're bopping around. Um, you missed your flight the other day. You're performing nonstop, whether it's flappers or oh god, we had to talk about how you opened for for your brother. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a moment. You met Madonna. Okay, you're doing a lot of things. So you're there smoking weed, running around to shows, very excited about LA. That was really sweet. That was the, <laughs> there were a series of uh, Insta story posts from Jordan where it was just like back to back, like wow, this weather. Oh my god, my car, <laughs> LA. It's amazing, you guys. Uh, uh, I was just in New York, but this is LA. <laughs> You know, because yeah. you know what happened? <laughs> what? 
I wasn't supposed to be here. What do you mean? Because I was I, I was in New York after I filmed the movie. I was like, I'm staying here because I didn't want to pay for the ticket to come back and forth. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to just stay in New York. And I had already just, I booked the, I was supposed to come back to L.A. on the 3rd of January. I remember I had written down because I was like, I'm going to come after him to be on my podcast. Yeah, I was coming back on the 3rd of January. So I had my mind on the 3rd of January. And then I got a call for like an audition and they uh, they flew me out here. And I, and, I sw- and I got to switch the flight too. So I got to stay the weekend. Yeah. So I got a free trip to L.A. Oh, so you're so excited. Yeah, I was just so, I wasn't so, I, it was, la- it was, Borrow it was time. so last minute. It was so like, they, my people called me, they were like, if they paid for it, would you be interested in it? I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't yeah. hear anything from them for like two days. I get an email like, just your flight information. I'm like, oh, okay. What was that for? Uh, just top, a show. Top secret TV show or it's a show? Yeah, I'm doing the show. Let's come. I I don't know if I can say, but okay. Oh, you'll you'll see. Oh, okay. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he looked very cocky when he said that. You guys, you can't see him, but I saw it. Um. Oh, tell me about your. I mean, my god. I think I'm just so excited to see you and the fact that I met you on Raya, even though like I'm off dating and celibate for the rest of the year because I'm trying to like be more productive and like really like and like. You're how many days in? All right. How dare you? Oh, God. How many days? Aristotle, give me the count. I think it's like 18 days, right? I haven't had alcohol. That's good, right? Yeah. I'm trying. I love rosé. I used to hate rosé. I used to like vodka drinks, but I love... Then I got into rosé real heavy. I don't know why, because Lisa Vanderpump drinks rosé or something, like... But I'm trying to wake up earlier, which to me is like 9 a.m., even though all these other people are like, I wake up at 5.30, and I'm like... Do you have sun? Do like, How's the sun in your room? It's good. It's really bright and airy and nice, but I'm... You sleep through that? I usually can't because I'm a night person. Like My Insta stories make it look like all I do is sit in front of like, the TV, or I'm just like always walking to nowhere. Like, I don't know where I'm walking to, and I'm just like talking, talking about all my feelings. But uh, yeah, so... I want to wake up at six, wake up at nine is a big deal. Usually I stay up till four or six in the morning. I'm a night person. I'm trying not to be at odds with myself and just be like, you're a night person. You get your shit done at night. But at the same time, it's like, no, but I want to try this better way. And Tim Ferriss, four hour work week and all my really successful, because it's weird because I, you know, when you live in LA, if you're in New York or whatever, you're working, you have all these like, you've entree into all these very successful people and you look at their life and, and, and how do they run their life? And all my friends are like, successful people wake up really early you make a schedule so i've been trying to do the same thing where i like you know write all the stuff and then the schedule just starts stressing me out and i'm like i didn't get everything done on the schedule the schedule's mm-hmm. moving out on the next day oh my god like god oh, i'm like checking everything off the list like but i'm trying like and i want to carry it through and i don't want to get bogged down with dating and and like i don't know i just want to yeah not i think i get lost to men all the time Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do the same thing. Yeah, try not to get lost in these women. Is that? I mean, do you though? The four year thing, you learn shit, but at the same time, it's like now is your time to. If you like buckle down, I mean, you're fine. When I, I'm not giving you advice, I'm just like looking at your life from a distance. Like I, I know you via Insta stories or Instagram, but it seems like yeah, and I feel the same way about me. If if I were to keep my head down, do all my shit, have my friends, you know, but not waste a lot of time hanging out and get shit accomplished every day. A year from now, two years from now, it's just like, that's the key. And then you get a better life later, you know? It's instead of just like making out or having unnecessary sex with like, I'd rather be friends with everybody. I'd rather just be like meeting new people on this podcast. I get the luxury of like, I'm sorry, I'll throw it right back to you and talk about your life. But you know, we are. No, go ahead. Go. Uh, 
yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like that's more beneficial instead of like having sex with somebody you didn't need to, you didn't need to have sex with. Then there's some kind of weird, uncomfortable thing you want to get out of, or you I don't know. As, and then it's awkward as opposed to just if you're just friends with everybody and have love for everybody, then you can all make shit together and get a. It's just nicer. That's where I'm at right now. But yeah, it is 18 days into January, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna continue the not nice, drinking. Nice, nice. But uh, you're like, can I go now? Okay. No, every time, every time, I, every time my friends are like, yo, I'm, I'm stopped drinking. I sometimes I have friends that I really like that tell me that, and I'm like, man, you know what? I'm right here with you, bro. I'm, I'm fucking done smoking. And then I don't. I'll be like, you know what? Ricky did it. I'm, a, I'm not gonna buy weed today. Then it's like nine o'clock at night, and I'm like, "Why the fuck did I tell myself I didn't want weed today?" Well, like I don't have a problem. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> do you want to stop smoking weed though, or drinking? Um. I, yeah. What do I want to do? I just yeah, I see it all coming down anyway. So yeah, I'm not. I'm in no rush to the other half of my life. You're in no rush to the other half of your life. I'm in a, I'm in a mad rush to the other half of my life. I want to be like reached, I'm older than you. I want to have like one footed, one footed. I do want to I do want to run myself a little bit more serious. Like you said, yeah. you see all these people with schedules that you know get things done, and I do want to run myself more serious because the thing is, I have friends with schedules, and I still get more stuff done with them. So no, I'm like, if I had a schedule, yeah, I kill it. I know it's true, and yeah, I don't. Uh, oh God, I had this man, like this girl on the name of. Her title, her job title is ridiculous, but she's awesome and she knows it's a silly title, but she's like a manifestation advisor, which I'm going to use in a script. I think it's so funny, like such an LA thing, like she's a manifestation advisor, but she has all these workshops online. I've started to do them being like, ah, what fuck, I'm going to do this stuff. And it's like about like retraining your subconscious beliefs about yourself. Like even if my, in my conscious life, I'm talking to you and everything's fine. Everything's great. I have my podcast. I'm going to go run my errands. I know who I am. I'm great. But then what, what you manifest in your life, and forgive me if this is like me just sharing too much with you, but uh, talking a ton, but everything that comes into your life or the blocks that you have up are because of like the buried shit that you think about yourself that you're not willing to look at or you don't even know exists. So this whole workshop thing is about like you're meditating, you're like, uh, what is that called? Under hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And like you're going down, like you're getting an elevator and like or, or, you know, the room fills up with water. And then you, you, it takes you to an elevator and you go down 10, 9, 8 floors. And, and I'm like, what is this bullshit? What is this? And then all of a sudden I'm like in a room talking to my father, like weeping. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> so I'm hoping it like, yeah. Wait, like, interesting. It's interesting that you said hypnosis in your meditation. Oh, it was, I, I'm doing meditation. But then, then there's hypnosis in these workshops, which almost feel like I'm meditating more in the workshop. But yeah, the whole point is to like, get rid of all the worst shit. Like if in the back of my mind, I think like, like if I apologize a lot for myself, if I say like, I'm sorry, or, or call myself a monster. Or like if somebody were to say like, you're a loser, or you're this and that, like any kind of triggering word, why does it make you feel a certain way? Maybe because that's a secret tucked away belief you have. And you got to like lift it all up, face it, do all that. So I'm like, I just want to try to do all this work so I can be like, yeah, I'm just... I don't know. Just another elevator. I don't know. 2018 has me completely motivated. Maybe. I, I don't know. 2018 is the year. It is the year. Why is it the year, though? Just because? Because it's what year it is now? I don't know. Maybe. Um, might have just been a shift in consciousness. I don't know. For, you, for everyone. For everyone. I can feel it. And you can feel it, too. Yeah. Are you an Aquarius? Yeah. Oh, me but, too. But oh, the yes. shift in consciousness happened a while ago. When? 
Then they say, "Did you do? Are you into any of that stuff?" They say it happened probably. I'm clearly into all this. I stuff. think it happened. I don't even know. It's like 2013. They said it happened a while ago. Like what? Get into specifics. Just a brand. Like humans are just thinking differently now. Yeah. Yeah, I had a whole thing. I had a whole uh, journey uh, through dimensions and stuff like that. Tell me. I had a good time. Uh, mushrooms? Mushrooms. Good mushrooms. Um, yeah, like, I don't even know how to, what to go into, what to say. Like, what, this was in 2013 when you think the consciousness shift happened, but also you had an internal, like. Yeah, I had an internal shift. So, tell me what, you did mushrooms, were you alone with a friend? Take me, take me, take me <laughs> through it. This is it, what happened. I was doing mushrooms, I was listening to Yeezus. Were you? Yeezus by Kanye West. Greatest, one of the greatest albums. If you listen to that on mushrooms, you'll you'll want to take over the world. Do you think he wrote that whole album on mushrooms? Um, or DMT or something? Probably acid. I don't know. Oh, like yeah. he he, that album is crazy. Um, yeah, that album is out of this world. I love him. Yeah. Uh, Sonic. Yeah. So I'm sitting in my room, pacing. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. This is happening. This is the greatest album ever. Go in the living room, watching, uh, watching, watching that '70s show, and do you know how they do the close-ups of everyone where they do the cipher? Camera goes around, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And it's showing people's faces, and I'm like, I see everyone has this look in their eye, and I'm like, man, I want that look. I'm trying to get that. Like, I'm over this. I want that. And uh, I'm just thinking of like my life. And, uh, like, my life is coming at me and, like, rat. I'm thinking, like, the whole thing. Like, I'm going back. I'm going I'm going deep into everything. And then I realize everything I've been looking for was in me the whole time. And uh, you start crying because you feel stupid because you've been looking for something that you had the whole time. And, yeah, so you just a brand new, like, right there, brand new way of thinking about yourself because everything just crumbled, like, like. Everything just crumbled. It was like everything I was looking for was right here. I had it the whole time. And then I was like, what if there are things that I don't know? Like, what what if there are other things that have been here the whole time that I don't know about, that I'm not aware about? And that's when, like, the shadows got tense. <laughs> the shadows got tense? Yeah, like, like, you know how, like, they say, like, you have, like, angels around you and stuff like that? I'm like, I don't believe in this. That, like, the shadows were like, he knows. And, uh... Yeah, then another, then like, so, but it was all warm. It was all warm. It was all like, the reason why you're safe, you know, the reason why, you, you know, you've never been in a bad car accident or, you know, broken too many bones or something like that. And then there was another energy that came in the room and I kind of like stepped everyone to the side and it was like, hey, the reason why you don't fuck with everyone is because we'll come back, we'll come back and get you, you'll be light and we could just travel. We could just do everything. Like, you don't have any, like, unnecessary person hanging out with you. Like, we could just go everywhere. And, uh, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck happened to me? Like, after that shit's over, I was like, everyone's, you know how, like, you tell your friends you get fucked up, and the next day they're like, how was it? And you're like, I'm like, dude, I need, I need some time, bro. Like, I don't know what just happened to me. And uh, after that, I talked to my friend and who gave it to me, an older gentleman, and uh, he said you had a shaman experience, and he gave me the uh, he gave me a link to shaman to the shaman experiences, like breaking it down, what it is, and also just the difference between uh, 
third and fourth dimension, third dimensional relationships and fifth dimensional relationships. What are those? Uh, What's the difference? What are they? This is deep. Are y'all ready for this? This is deep. Uh, do you do you know the the levels of consciousness? I wish I, I want to. I I'm into all this. No, tell me. Uh, it's like tw- it's like twelve of them. I don't I don't know them, but. Uh, if you know like dimensions and anything like the first one is just everything like i don't even know how to break it down i just know that once you get to the third that's the physical once you get to the fourth that's when like you feel everything and um the fifth is um our it's our feelings right no ah, i can't even i can't even think of it it's like the third the third is like our you know, our actual beings, like just us living, like when you go see a 3D movie, it's popping out at you. But when it's fourth, when it goes to the 4D, like 4D movies, you can feel it. So the fourth dimension is where you feel everything. That's like virtual reality or something? What? In a weird way? The fourth dimension would be like what virtual reality is trying to create? Like yeah. 3D movie and then virtual reality would be like three, third dimension, fourth dimension. Yeah. And you keep going. Sorry, I didn't try. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like that. So the fourth dimension is where you feel things. Feelings. Of uh, fear, loss, and separation. Fear, loss, and separation are all things that you feel when you go through the fourth dimension. But they're all illusions of the fourth dimension because they're all not real. And uh, they're just, you're just having, and like everything that you deal with in your daily life, you're basically having a battle with your consciousness of like what's actually happening and what you think is going on, and it's never actually what it is. Uh, yeah, it's just just the way of that thing, and it's just breaking it down to that. Like it's just it's it's trippy as fuck for sure, but it's it's interesting. It's like once you get to past the fourth, and you can think in the fifth, then you can really break things down and see them for what they are. And you're not you're not hypersensitive, or you're not like jumping because you see how big it is. Like you're thinking of the whole picture as far as and you're not moving on emotions. So how do you get to the fifth dimension? Uh, you have to take fifth dimensional reactions to fourth dimensional situations. What's that mean? Like you have to see what's happening, feel it, and make a conscious reaction to change the way you react to it. Okay, so give me can you give me give me an example? Like you're teaching me, like I'm developmentally challenged, and uh, like a. This is this is how this is how serious it is. This is how shroom talk it is. Yeah. Somebody comes over and says, "Fuck you." You know that you've been taught. That's you've been taught that that's disrespect. But that's so. But this like that way of thinking is so deep that it's like that. How, how deep was like that's been implanted in us? You know, like yeah. just that everything about that has been implanted in us. That that's disrespect. That you should react to it this way. That if you don't react to it, then people will look at you like this. Like all of that is like deep in you too. So it's just knowing that and just choosing how you react to it. So a fifth dimension reaction to it would be like. Oh, he's, you know, this isn't about me. He's going through pain. Yes. He's talking yes. to his and like, and I have love for him and like, I'm going to listen, wish yes. him well and not take it personally. Yes. So how do you, what's the 12th? Like what's the 78th, 9th, 10th? Oh, you can't get up there. How? You can't, you can't get up there. Humans can't get up there. It's impossible. 
What, what are the other ones? I, this is like so fascinating. Yeah, Google like, it. I, I, oh, I'm, like a, I'm like a, I'm like a, you can tell my Google is all fucked up. No, like, you're that was, great. That was incredible. Like people want to hear it, but that was all chopped up. Uh, you might have to just Google this. Yeah. No, I like it when you're like, yeah, just Google it. Okay. Yeah, I'll Google it. I wonder like, yeah, because so you believe, I completely believe in angels. I completely like, I talk to them. I like, I've actually written on my schedule. Like this is so, this is so vulnerable, but like I've been more comfortable saying these things with this with these disclaimers but like maybe one day I won't give disclaimers and I'll just be strong in myself to say what I want to say but uh, like I write on my schedule it's like meditate 20, 20 minutes a day twice a day pray and you know and then when I pray I like talk to my angels I fully believe that, like and then sometimes I'll be like just show yourselves I can handle it <laughs> like, you get into them. it I really do and like and I had the same thing when I, I did mushrooms by myself you did mushrooms by yourself I like doing mushrooms by myself Oh my god! How many times have you done it? A lot. Like what's a lot? More than I can count. Wow! Well, I, <laughs> I've only done mushrooms one time. I did it by myself, and I felt the same way. I was like, because I was so scared to do them, because I thought like I thought I'd like jump out a window and not know I was doing it, or I thought I'd like murder a dog or whatever. Like, and I thought like it would be like Austin Powers, like wiggly squiggly lines and like go go dancers and rainbows. But yeah, I was just on my couch, just like crying weeping yeah and then like laughing and then being like nobody's dangerous to me everybody's like nobody's scary like if i like thought like oh my dad he's mean he's scary it's like no he's not nobody can hurt me it was like that love like kind of you know what exactly what you're talking about in different words but yeah and then i'd be like laughing then my trying to stay away from my phone my friend's like listen to the beach boys pet sounds but now if i do mushrooms again i'll listen to jesus but like listen to jesus i will yeah like yeah, and then I was like laughing uncontrollably and it was just so cathartic. And then I kind of lived in that like space of like, oh, I know the deeper meaning it is, is all inside me. I am God. Like I'm having an experience for God. I'm an extension of God and talking to my angels and you just have to trust in, yeah. And when you're talking about shadow self, that's another one of these workshops from this guest that came on last week, which is fucking why I love this podcast so much because I get to talk to all these neat people every week. But yeah, confronting your shadow self, confronting all the shit that's like, and that's so true. You're battling. What did you say? You're battling what's really happening versus like what you think is happening. So let me just break this down again and ask you because now you become my guru this week. But uh, so it's like if somebody comes into my if something's happening and somebody looks at me a certain way and I decide like that guy hates me. Oh my god! Like what did I do? He's judging me. But that's just so I'm bad. Like that's not real. I'm just projecting the thing. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> Have I exhausted you? No, not okay. at all. Okay, good. Oh, my God. This is great. This is like, I've not talked about all these things before on my podcast. Um, and I'm going to look up the 12th dimension. So do you believe that we're all just like souls who inhabit a body and we have a purpose and, and like that we're meant to realize that, that purpose? It's interesting. I don't. It's. It's. I'm still much? figuring it out. You, are, you don't I'm have all still, the answers. I don't have the answers. I'm still what? figuring it out. Twenty-six. God damn! Without all the I'm answers, I'm just believing in God. Uh, I remember one time uh, the funniest thing happened. I was in. Uh, I was at a coffee shop and uh, getting some coffee. Chick is like. Uh, I say I don't know what happened. Is that I a think slur a, to call her a chick, though? Woman. Okay, cool. <laughs> woman, woman uh, checks me out. Mm-hmm. I think I reach in my pocket. I have more. Uh, I have more money than I thought I have, and I'm like, oh man, I have more money than I thought I have. And she's like, isn't that nice? And I said, yes, yeah, the universe. And she goes, God, <laughs> don't teeter around it. 
<laughs> she said, she said, don't teeter around it. Oh my God. Did you go on a date with this girl? No. The, Were you like put off by that? You're like, hey, relax. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, chill, chill. <laughs> oh my God. She's like, God, don't, don't beat around it. So bossy. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Oh, here's a total random thing I forgot until like this morning. I was like, my, I got an audition. For your, what was the name of your show? Drunk Girl High Guy. Drunk Girl High Guy. And I think I submitted the worst audition tape ever because it was on tape. You're in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that. Like, a, No, we were here. What? We were here. That's lame. Okay, so I had nobody to read with. All of like, the places, because there are places in LA, like this place called Intrepid Studios. Have you heard of that place? I have. Oh, so it's like you can put yourself on tape all professionally. It's great. They've got, they're really doing a great service for actors and whatever. Um... I had nobody to read with. No booking places were open. So I fucking did this dumb thing. I don't know if you've ever done this. In a pinch, I recorded. Record your own voice? I do that all the time. You do? You have such a dis- We both have really distinct voices, I think. You even more so. Yeah. So I'm like reading the lines with me. And I was just like, oh, God. And I like submitted it. And I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe. So what happened with that? Uh, with the show? Uh, how- we shot it. It was mad fun. You it was did? Fun. It was fun. Uh, and it never got picked up. We tell everybody to listen. I mean, we don't have to celebrate the thing if it didn't happen, but like, but it's was a great script. So, like, what happened? Who got cast? And what was the concept? So, the listeners can know what the fuck we're talking about. Uh, Maya Erskine got casted. She's uh, she's dope. Um, she's an insecure. She was uh, she's also I don't even know what other shows she's on. She's on a bunch of things. I can't even think of them right now. Who is she on? Insecure. Uh, she was uh, the the girl across from Molly that got engaged in the first in the first uh, season. season? Oh. Yeah, the Asian girl that got engaged. And they oh. were like black and yellow. Oh God! Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, that, she was cool. Uh, yeah, her name was Maya. She was dope. Uh, she was a drunk girl. Yeah, it was just me and her. It was me and her and. Um, Dope uh, director, Ryan McFall. So what's the concept of the show so people can be like, oh, we, we want that and start voting for it on Twitter and then you get up your uh, You know what it was? It was Drunk Girl High Guy. It was two best friends, platonic friends, uh, and they were they worked together also. And basically the pilot episode was Saturday was our day off. We never do anything on Saturday except get drunk and fucked up. And we get a call because we work on a show like a MTV show and the host is, you know, English and their visa didn't get, you know, the, whatever it is for their visa didn't get mailed out in time. And if it doesn't get mailed out by today, it won't they won't be able to do the show. So we're on the couch and it's like, ah oh, man, like you just gave us something to do on a day we don't do anything. And we had an adventure. Yeah. And it was like SantaCon and. There's a lot that happens in it. SantaCon? Yeah. You go to SantaCon? Yeah, it was like SantaCon. So they had like they had so many like Santa Clauses on set. It was oh like a hundred Santa Clauses. That sounds incredible. Wait, what so what how could this not go? I don't know. What the fuck? And you shot it and everything? We shot it in New York in the cold. It was fun. It was fun. And I kept the coat. You kept the coat? The coat was so dope. This is a free coat they gave you the wardrobe gave you? Yeah, the the coat was so nice. Oh god. I just walked off with it. I was oh. like, all right. They were like, it's a wrap. I was like, all right, cool, everyone. Uh, <laughs> someone grab my sneakers. Oh, my God. Well, that's incredible. Is your mom, does your mom get so excited about your life? Is she so proud of you? Uh, Yeah, she is. I don't, I, you know what the thing is? I still walk around like the same kid. Yeah. So, like, I go home and, like, I'm still 
when her friends are in the living room, I'm still like, oh, I'm just going to tiptoe yeah. out of here. And then everyone's like, I saw love. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did do that. Yeah. <laughs> Is this like, do you have low self-esteem or are you just like living your life and you're just like on to the next thing? I'm just, no, I'm just going straight. You're just going straight. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm just going straight. I'm going towards what's next. And it's like, I just keep on building accolades, but it's like, you're not really, I don't really take the time to celebrate a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think. What was it like opening for your brother? Uh, I was dope. Tell me about that. So, okay. What was, how many shows? Where were the shows? Uh, we're talking about Chris Rock now. Yeah. You opening. That's a big deal. Open for my brother, Chris, Total Blackout Tour. I did the first, I only did the first night at uh, Madison Square Garden. You only did the first night. Only did the first Fuck night you. at Madison Square Garden, you know? Okay. Rihanna was there. She liked you. I saw that on your Instagram. It's in your highlights. Follow him on Instagram, JordanRock843. Yep. Okay. Rihanna so. was there. A uh, bunch of people were there. Madonna? Madonna was there. You met Madonna? Yeah, Madonna was nice. So what's the show like? And we'll talk about Madonna. So like this, So you did one show on that tour, right? Yep. And so was it a big deal? Because it sounds like your family does not make it... It's not like... No, anybody's making it easy. You've got to hustle. You are hustling so hard, right? Yeah. It's so. How did this end up happening? Uh, I well, my brother was going on tour, and I was. I'm a working comic now. I'm on. I'm on TV. I'm on Netflix, and I'm doing mad things. And I was just like, dude, you got to put me up. You, you got to put him? me up. Yeah. Oh my god, was that uh, scary? No. Keep going. I was just like, yo, you got because I'm like, I'm my mindset. I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna call you, and you're gonna be like, yo. What is my brother calling? Like, you're not going to think that. You're not going to be like, what, why is my brother asking me? Like, you're not going to think that. Yeah. So I was just like, dude, like, you got like, put me up, man. Like, let me do something. And he was like, I got you, man. I got you. I'm going to get you a date. And I just kept on going like, dude, like, I at least got to do New York, man. Like, I got to do Brooklyn or the Garden. I got to at least do Brooklyn or the Garden. Yeah. And he gave me Madison Square Garden. He gave you Madison Square Garden. And what was that like? Like... Walking on stage, hyping yourself up for that. Like, what were you terrified? No, because you know what happens when you go. It's just like I'm back at the show. I'm back at the show. But what I did, I just had fun. I went, bought. I was like, I'm not gonna buy any new. I don't even know if I need to buy new clothes. Went, bought some new boots. Bought new clothes. Was like hyped for the show. Friends came through. Yeah, mad friends came through. Did the show. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, just a normal set, like normal. Like show like what I do in New York anytime I do hours on the road. This was fifteen minutes. I was just like boom, go in, get out. It just I had it was unreal. I have the video too. I still look at it like this is crazy. Where's the video? Where can we find the video? Uh, I just have it in my phone. It's for me. It's for you. Okay. <laughs> Something should be just for you. It's true. Yeah. Um, and what about we all deaf comedy jam? Yeah. Where can we find that? All deaf. All deaf comedy is on uh, HBO. All Deaf Comedy. I looked for it. I couldn't find. Like I looked for you. It's on HBO. It's All Deaf Comedy. HBO. I'm the first. I'm the first uh, episode. You're the first episode. First episode, not the pilot, but the first episode of the season. I'm the second comic. First episode. And how did that come about? And what was that experience like? Uh, that was dope. That was dope. What was so funny is that I, I was in the running for it forever when it was coming back, and i was in the running with it forever when it was coming back and I, I felt like man like just give me the show like come on man like you know me like just they know like I, my mindset was you know me give me the show like yeah. just put me on just put me on like why do i gotta do this audition thing like you already know like just give just give it to me yeah give it to me like you guys are giving like all these old vets like just give me the show too 
And uh, but it was cause they knew me. Like they knew me since I was I was young. So they still had that like, oh man, this is still this is Lil Jordan. This is this is that guy. Yeah. So I did audition. I had to audition for it. But I did the audition and I just murdered the audition. Like you did. Was your first time auditioning? For uh, them? No, I auditioned for them. Like I used to audition for them when I was young all the time too. Like they would always come and find me to audition. I just never was. I was never ready. But this time it was like. I was more than ready. So, like, even at, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. The audition, I did it at, up at, um, what club is that up in Burbank? It's not Flappers. I don't know. It's HaHa, the HaHa. Oh, oh, funny. That's like a legit place. Yeah, I did it at the HaHa. It was dope. Uh, Black Knight. <laughs> uh, Why do you laugh it. when you say that? Because you got to do it in front of black people. You do? All deaf, all deaf. You got to do your all deaf set. In front you don't, you of don't want a bunch of me's? In the audience being like, oh, my God, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the thing about all deaf comedy. Like, you still got to have, like, that's what I loved about it is that, like, it, was, it wasn't like I was doing late night. It was like, oh, shit. Now, I'm not doing late night. I'm not going about to be on Comedy Central or anything. Yeah. I was like, oh, I get to, I get to say some things that I wouldn't get to say anywhere else. So I had mad fun with that. How many different acts do you have? You have a late night act? You have no, it's all the same. It's it's like I have like an hour, hour some change, like yeah. probably like an hour twenty of material. I do an hour. I do forty five to an hour on stage when I'm on the road, and when I'm in L.A., I'm doing like twenty. Yeah. So I that's a lot to just switch around. It's a lot to switch. Around. I remember one time, so you so many years ago, I was in New York. I I was friends with Todd Barry, and I ran into him. We're like acquaintances, and. uh he was, he was like, oh, what are you up to? And I was like, I have nothing. He goes, I'm going to go do some comedy. I went to him. It was like this fun, adventurous night where I went to like five or six comedy clubs with him and watched him change his act to fit each room where it's like the urban room, the hipster room, the regular, normal, you know, whatever. And he did it. And he won over every single. That's why I ask you if you have like, if you morph and change depending on like if you, you know, you're at the ha ha. That's New York. That's what you get to do in New York. You get yeah. to run everywhere. I miss it. Um. Yeah, I, sometimes I do that, but I don't really have to do that. But yeah. sometimes I do that now because I'll get off stage and be like, man, I want to tell that joke. So I'll be like, I'll go tell it the next show. Yeah. Or I'll be like, man, I want to do this, and I'll just go do it later. Or I'll, or I'll have someone with me yeah. who I'll be like, well, they just saw me do this joke, so I can't. Like, they're with me, so I can't do that joke over again. Yeah. You think you'd want to be on SNL? Um, if the opportunity came, I mean, it totally could come at any moment. Yeah, really good. It really could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, you are super confident, aren't you? Uh, no. You know what it is? Just SNL. Is, SNL I have a lot of friends on SNL. Yeah. And who are your I have friends on SNL? Uh, Pete Davidson, Chris Red. Well, I, Jay Farrell used to be on SNL. Uh, Sam J is a writer over there. A lot of writer writers. Uh, Michael Che, Colin. So you're saying you used Leslie, to... Leslie, I know everyone. Yeah. So, but you're saying you used to... But you're making a point and I interrupted you before. But you used to be want to be on there or... um, Or since you know a lot of people, what? You're going to like... I don't know. I just, I just see the way my career is going that like that could be a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, and I've met everyone. I've, I've seen... Every, I've shook hands with everyone and I just haven't had the opportunity. You could, I mean, like, do you have characters you do? No. Would you want to be a writer on the show? You'd be like, or just be 
like who's the I don't know. I don't, don't know. know. See, so I don't have that's why I don't have an audition. <laughs> oh, you've got to think about it in the minute Once I get a character, I'll 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 get it. Yeah. So what was Madonna like? Madonna was cool. She was cool. Madonna was very aware she was Madonna. She was? Yeah. And if I wasn't who I was, I don't think I would have got that picture with Madonna. What does that mean? Because uh, I was like, hey, Madonna, can I get a picture? And she was like, why should we take a picture? <laughs> Did she really? Was that vibe? That was her vibe? No, she was just like, she was like, she was like, and why? Not like, not like a dick. Like, yeah. She was just like. She's Madonna. Yeah, exactly. And then what happened? What, what changed that? What eradicated the, that vibe? Uh, uh, Chris was just like, this is my little brother. And she was like, oh, what? <laughs> like, oh, oh, shit. Like, I didn't even know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like she was like real brother, like this is really like. <laughs> oh my god! Is he mean to you at all, or is he like give you shit, or makes it tough for you, or is no, he? No, he's like, not mean to me. He's my big brother. He's just your big brother. What is a family thing? What is your mom like? What did your mom instill in you about women and dating and marriage and kids and life and how to treat a woman? Like, uh, did she instill stuff in you? Like, my mom told me. Well, here's I got two sayings. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would say, uh, "Don't lay down with nothing you don't want to keep." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. And she was like, "You better find things in common, because you can't stay in bed forever." <gasps> That's great advice. That's good advice. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, she just told me not to be a dick. Yeah. Um, I, but you know what's crazy? I have one sister. Yeah. So I grew up, when I grew up, it was really just me and my mom and my sister in the house from, from like first grade to, to I graduated. So what's she up to? My sister, she's living life. She's being Aunt Andy. What does that mean? Like she's just being like, she's helping my brother with like his kids all the time, like flying and taking him to meet him. And which brother? You have a lot of brothers. Okay, I know. I don't want to assume like every time you mention your brother, it's like he's, uh, yeah, he's talking about Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't know. I don't want to be rude to your other brothers. Yeah. yeah. But he's the the one with kids that flies. That flies. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so she's helping with that. Yeah. yeah. Did she teach you cool things about women, like to respect them or whatever? No, nah, she didn't really teach me nothing. Okay. She, she really, no, not my sister. Really? No. What's your Raya move? What's my Raya move? Yeah, what's your dating move? Like, okay, we gotta get I me. Mean, we're gonna land this plane eventually because I don't want to keep you here for like a, an eon. But like, you know, girls will be listening. Girls with massive, insane crushes on you. Like, you know, you we've talked about how charming you are, how infectious your personality and your sparkly vibe and sound of your voices. Blah blah. blah all the stuff. Plus, you're on TV. Very cool, hip, cool, stylish. Girls love you, is my point. So, yeah, we want to know about your like dating technique. How do you woo a woman? What's your vibe? Um, I really just try to like not. I don't. I don't try to oversell anything. Like, so I'm never just like I'm the shit. Like, you should fuck with me because I'm 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 in. Like, I'm never like that. Um. Uh, I just usually say, "Hey, what's up." Don't go too hard. Might send an emoji. Sometimes it doesn't work. Uh, I don't really know. It's it's not. It's no like technique to it. I'm just. I'm just like, hey, what's up? Let's grab a drink. I have you know, cause I'm I'm a real person, so I'm a real person, and I don't really have much to hide. So I'm just like, hey, if you wanna, like. All right, cool. If you want, to, if not, I'm not tripping over that. Like, I'm not the guy that's like you said you and you blew me off. I'm like, no, I believe you have a life. So, for, like, 
do you? Um, I don't know. I'm not look. I don't really look for anything serious when I'm doing that. If I meet someone that I really fucks with, like most people are like my friends. Yeah, they'll become friends before anything. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, it's never like it's never like. I'm never like like yo. Look at these nudes I got, yo. Like I'm never that guy. Oh wait, me too. Are there guy friends? Yeah. Oh, because there are guys like that just collect nudes to show other guys. Yeah. That's what I heard. I didn't even think about that because this one guy friend of mine was like, "There's there are two types of guys: a guy who like gets a nude and is grateful for the nude or doesn't take it or leave or he's happy with it, and then there's the other guy who needs it to show to other people for validation or collecting whatever. No, no, that was for me. Yeah, I uh, love that. That was for me. That's great. Oh, God. <laughs> but, like, so you're not looking for anything. Do you take Raya seriously? Like, you could meet somebody on Tinder or Raya and be, like, boyfriend and girlfriend? Uh, Possibly, possibly. Or is it just, like, being on there means, like, already you're at a level of, like, this is just ridiculous. Like Possibly, trashy. but possibly. But it's L.A. L.A. is the, LA is the town of the... Uh, L.A. romance. What does that mean? I like good. I like a good L.A. romance. That's when you meet someone, right? Oh my god! And uh, y'all talk, y'all text for like a week, and <gasps> then y'all date, y'all go on dates for like a week, and like y'all like do this whole like lead up. Y'all really like fuck with each other, and then y'all start having sex. So y'all have a lot of sex for like two weeks, and then y'all never talk to each other again. Oh my god! <laughs> That's like every relationship I've had in the life. <laughs> in two. But this, wait, what? Where have you been? I needed you. I can't believe it. That's an LA romance. Why is that? What it's like? Why does that happen? Did you I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. That's just what happens. Who's not calling who? Both people are not calling each other. Yeah, that's what happens. Because you know what happens? Everyone just realizes if we go any further, this is this is serious. And nobody wants that because we're all about our career. Yep. Oh my God! Is there a world in which we can live in to like we're a relationship is like, oh, but you're too young for this anyway. But that's not true because you can be romantic. Do you consider yourself a romantic? Uh, I can be, but I'm not a lot of the time. But I'm I'm nice. Okay. I, I, I have. I, I, we're gonna go places. <laughs> we're gonna go to dinner. We're gonna go to dinner. We're gonna we're gonna go to dinner. We're gonna go to shows. We're gonna go to the movies. We're gonna go to the beach. But it's, I don't know if it's gonna be romantic. That sounds great. That yeah. sounds fantastic. Oh. Okay, so here's on this new thing uh, that I'm doing on the, you know, whatever. We're going to have you out of here by two latest, okay? This is a whole tribute to you and a little bit of me because we're having a conversation. But okay, so on this, like, workshop thing I'm doing, we're talking about, it talks about building your self-worth to match what you're trying to call in for your life or whatever. So as a woman, let's say I'm, you know, I'm dating, um, and I think one of the things that this girl advises is, Wait three months before you have sex with someone. Do not wait three months before you have sex with someone. So that's what I wanted to ask you. That's what I was going to ask you earlier. Like, okay, so let's say we're dating, or who? Like, let's say we're dating, and I want to take it slow. Is there? Can we? Is there a real world we can live in where any two people, where a guy is going to wait? Don't uh, for three months. Is this? Don't go. Don't don't go to his house. Don't go to his house. Yeah. If a girl tried to wait three months with you, and I don't want like you to get like, like you're gonna have well, it's if you're gonna wait three months. If I'm if a chick is gonna hold out for three months, you're gonna have to just accept that like other chicks are gonna fucked in that three months. Other chicks are gonna get fucked in that three months. Yes. Oh my god! Wow. Like they <laughs> might not mean as much. Like I'm still coming here for you because I, I I fucks with you. And really, when we, by the time we start, I might just cut everyone off. But that's, you're going to have to just know that. But how should a woman play it? According to a young, like, smart, futuristic, modern guy, how, 
what should a woman do? Not that it's your decision, but just asking, like, because if I were to wait like two months, three months before I have sex, but there's making out, maybe there's everything but rolling around, you know, you want to make sure you have chemistry and all this stuff, but like, you're, is this possible? Well, that's it. You want to know? Yeah. You have to know what this dude likes. And you have to also know what he likes about you. So, like, if, like, <laughs> so, like, boom, if this guy, like, <laughs> this is how I would think, if, like, this guy, if you, like, a guy is a leg guy and you have legs, like, you have to just know that that's what he's around for. So you have to, like, just, I don't know, you just have to, like, tease him with that. Like, just be like, you can't, like, I know what you're coming for. Yeah, just, yeah, I have it. You're not going to be around for it. Like, you have to know how to lead. Wait, what do you mean? I, have to, I really have to understand this. It's like, weird. It's weird. Like, it's like a, it's like a, like, I don't know. You have to just know what he likes. You have to kind of like trap him. You have to know what he likes though. Oh my God. You have to like thirst trap a guy. Thirst trap a guy. Oh my God. This is like an education for me right yeah, now. Yeah, thirst trap him. If, if you want him to stay around, thirst trap him. So if you want, to, want him to stay around and you're going to hold out sex because you're going to like make him wait, make him fall in love with whatever it is he loves about you. Kinda? I don't know if you can make him wait, but you have to know <sighs> what he likes about you. Okay, so I'm confused. So you have to, like, when you go on dates with him, you have to, ha- like, you have to have the outfit that, like... Oh, no, I'm wearing uh, I'm wearing bulky, relaxed fit jeans, though. <laughs> yeah, you have, to, you have to wear the outfit that he's like, oh, fuck. What do men come for me for? Mm-hmm. Just my thoughts? Feelings? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Something about you. Something about you. What is it? My goofy weird face? The big eyeballs? The heights? The feet? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. So you have to know. I mean, I do get men. Yeah, if you know what he like, if you know what he's into like and it's not even like not and I I made it very physical, so forgive me, forgive me for that. If you know this nigga likes weed, just have weed. Like if what? you know this guy, like if you know he likes a party, like you should have like if you were to, if he likes to party and oh you're a God. chick that can't point him to a good party, it's not going to work. If like this guy likes to eat and you can't put him onto a good restaurant, it's not going to work. If you know like what? he likes movies and you can't put him onto a good movie, you know. Wait a minute. But what is the guy bringing to the table? Hopefully the same thing. Oh, that's true. Good <laughs> yeah. Okay. But just like barely, if you barely know me, but like, I don't know if you actually ever do watch my Insta stories, what, what, what would men like about me? Wow. What a vulnerable question I shouldn't throw on the table. This could like kill me, but it's okay. I'm on the fifth realm, so I'm not going to take anything. Eyes. Eyes. Oh my God. Really? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I've got. Crazy eyes. Uh, you're very honest. Okay. Um, yeah, you're honest. So you're like, you're funny too. So like. Yeah, when you're watching it and it's just happening, it's funny because it's honest and it's real time. So, yeah, that would be what would attract somebody to you. What would, I would think what would be scary is that they would just not want to be in the story. That they wouldn't want to be in the story? Yeah. Yeah, well, tell me about it. Like, it's like having a podcast and insta-storying so hard. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to, like... But you're gonna okay, have to, yeah. You're gonna, yeah, exactly. You're gonna have to have the person that is, that is hype every time. You know, you get something new. What's something new? A new story? Not a new story, but like just a new, just a new. Like anytime your podcast gets a new follower, like he has to be hype. Like you're hype. Yeah. Like you- watching you do you has to fuel him. You know. 
God, I wonder if he'll ever find that. Like, he has to be like, how many people are watching your snap? Like, what? Like, yeah. my girl? They're watching my girl? Like, you have to have that guy. They can't be like, don't mention me on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Don't mention me on your exactly. stories. No, they, yeah. they have to like to be like, they have to like to be the either the boyfriend or like, you know, either the one you name or like the guy you don't name that they just know is there. Like, they have to like that. Oh, God, does he exist? Yeah, I think he exists. Isn't it weird that I've, I've invited you onto my podcast to give me hope and tell me about me? I didn't mean for it to go this <laughs> way, but I love it. Wait, so it does exist? I think it exists. Because you need that for you, too, right? Yeah. Like, have you had problems before where you do, like, oh, this is some, a real, real thing. Like, if I'm doing my podcast and I talk about an ex-boyfriend or I talk about somebody I dated or I'm talking about somebody I'm dating, but I'm trying to make it hazy and not be specific so it could be anybody, but he knows I'm talking about him and he gets mad about it or whatever, like, that's, that's problematic. Like, that's not great. Have, and I've run into that before where ex-boyfriends are like, you know, people think you're talking about me even though you're not, or you are talking about me and I know it and my friends will know it. I don't like that. Um, and that's a weird feeling because I'm like, oh, I don't want to cut it out because I feel like I'm being compromised. I don't want somebody to tell me what to say, respect that I'll know how to navigate it because I feel like I'm, I'm super kind in my Insta stories. I'm never mean. I'm not a mean-spirited person. I'm trying to be honest so other people can feel less alone and see themselves in me, whatever. That's what people do in stand-up comedy. So have you ever had a thing where like your ex-girlfriend is like, don't say, or you can't say a thing that you want to say because you know you might offend her, so you limit yourself? Uh, I got over that. I'm getting over that. Well, you're not dating, though. It's You're free when you're free. Yeah, I'm definitely free. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely free right now. So I'm getting over that. In my next relationship, I'll, I'll be over that. Yeah. I definitely have that feeling where it's like, oh, man, I can't talk about it because I'm talking about this person. But what I've learned is that nothing's off limits in comedy. If you want to be good, nothing's off limits. So, but if you meet a girl and she's like, I'm totally okay with that. I'm going to be, yeah, that's great. And then something happens. She's at a show or she hears you say a thing. And then she's like, oh, this is what it feels like. You're going to have to have that conversation where you're like, I told you how I am. This is what it is. And you have to have that. Oh, it's so exa- that's why relationships are exhausting and annoying because you have to like. But I'm the guy. You see, you know where, where I'm the guy. Where I'm the problem. Why? Because I'm the guy to where like if you told me it was okay, and I told a joke knowing it was a joke, and you got upset with it, and you came and like said something to me, I'd probably just shut down. You just shut down. Yeah, I'd probably be like, and they'd be like, talk. I'd be like. Oh, you shut down. All yeah. men shut down, though, don't they? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I don't feed into stuff. <laughs> That's good. You're healthy. Yeah, I don't feed into... Because sometimes, like, because sometimes with, I lived with a woman. So I have to learn... When you live with a woman, you have to learn when they're arguing with you and when they're not even talking to you. That's so true. <laughs> like, sometimes it's like you got to not feed in because it's like, this not even about me right now. Yeah. That's the fifth dimension version of you or something. Yeah. Not even the fifth dimension. This is about like your mom. Yeah. It's about <laughs> your dad. She's talking to her father or something. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, Jesus. Okay. To give girls hope as we wrap this up and land this plane. Two things. What were you going to say? There's always hope. There's hope. There's hope. Uh, but what do you want? Like, what's your ideal girl? Who do you have a celebrity crush on? Let's, let's manifest her for you. <laughs> my celebrity crush. I have one. Uh, Just say it. Just <laughs> fucking say it. Uh, my well, my celebrity. Well, I love. Nah, my celebrity crush is Stella Mave. Who's that? From the Magicians. What? On Sci-Fi. Do you know this girl? I'm looking at Aristotle. He just. Shook his head no. Um, what does she look like? She's my celeb crush. She's, okay, we got to Google her. We'll Google, we got a lot of things to Google. Uh, and then like what? 
what are like characters the characteristics you need in a girl? Um, I think you'd be confident. I think you'd be confident. I think you just have a whole. I need you to have a full world. Yeah. Like you know how people want to have a relationship where like I need you to be fifty fifty with me. Can you? Can we just be a hundred a hundred? Like can if I need someone who is paying sixteen hundred dollars a rent to match my sixteen hundred dollars a rent. So we could have a $3,200 apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm trying to, like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to build a world. I'm trying to enhance the world, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, man, maybe we can get our first spot. Like, no, we have, we've had our first spot. We're trying to get the fucking spot. Yeah. Wait, so do you pay for a girl's dinner? Of course. I don't know. See, that's a, that's the weird nuances. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah, you like for rent, your partners, all this stuff. But like in like the wooing of a girl, because I'm, you know, I'm a modern person, but I also like old school things. If a guy asks me out for a date, I'm like. You're paying. Yeah. You know what? I've Is I've learned up? to pay. I like paying. And but I found out that girls don't care. Yes, they do. Like they do. They do the slow mo reach for the like for the wallet, and then you're like, no. They're like, oh really? Listen, I found out that they don't care. Like, cause like this is the thing. I found out that I was I was just being too nice. I was paying for everyone's the meal. I was like, oh, I don't, oh, I don't have to pay for it. like, oh, you're used to broke dudes. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh my god. So what does that look like now? So what's the first date? What do you like? You meet a girl. Uh. Just see how fast she's going to reach for it. You see how fast? You like to see how fast she's going to reach for it? Yeah. Oh, because it tells you about her. Yeah. Interesting. I'll try to reach faster. No, you don't have to reach. You don't <laughs> have to reach at all. You don't really don't have to reach at all. Like, to be honest, I like you don't really have to reach at all. Like, I, if I go out to dinner, I'm, if I even say I'm coming to, to a place to eat with a chick, I'm like, my mindset is already on the, I probably have to pay for this. Yeah, why is that? How come that is? That, that, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't. I wouldn't even go if I didn't have the bread, to be honest. That's what I always I wonder. I always feel like if a guy asks a girl, and so person inviting the other person, it isn't always nice to make the offer to be equal with the yeah. But like, but also if you don't have enough money to potentially pay for the girl on the date with the old school sensibility, then ask her out for coffee or an ice cream or something and pay like two dollars or whatever. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Anyway, what are you doing after this? What's happening? Uh, I think I'm gonna go get my car washed. Well, you know, it's a crazy day. It's, cra- it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy day. It's a crazy day. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you going to do for your birthday? Please don't leave me. Don't leave. Uh, <laughs> this podcast forever. What am I doing for my birthday? You know what's happening? I'm doing, I'm doing, uh, I, I got to do, I got to go to Michigan. You got to go to Michigan? I got to go to a college in Michigan on my birthday. Well, it's nice to be working. Yeah, that's really the only reason why I took it. I was like, it's my birthday, but I want money. Yeah, that's better. That's probably more fun. Do that. Wait, and don't you go on the road with uh, with Tony? Uh, I used to. I'm, I'm on the road myself, all by myself this year. Just all by yourself? Nobody all else? All by myself. All by, but isn't it more fun with another person? Uh, my friends are going to pop up with me. Yeah. Got my friends, Reg Thomas, going to do some shows with me. Yeah. And who are your favorite comedians? I mean, is that weird to ask you? Cause you uh, my favorite comics. My favorite comedians. <laughs> uh, no, it's not weird to ask at all. My yeah. favorite comics, uh, Patrice O'Neill, uh, my brother, Tony, Chris, uh, I love, I love, um, was it Neil Brennan. Oh my God, he's so great. Love Neil Brennan. I love Lil Rel. Lil Rel's like one of my favorites. I don't know who that is. Pete Davidson, Ricky Velez, 
Reg Thomas. Um, yeah, those are my favorites. Do you think it's good to stay away from comedians to not date comedians? Like, you excluded. You excluded and all your family members and your cousin. Who's your cousin? Sherrod. Is he funny? Yeah, he is. Didn't list him. Didn't list him on that list. Oh, Sherrod's one of my favorites. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so, um, but like, do you think that they're like, for the most part, like dangerous to date because comedians are like dark and think intensely and they're just like a whole other beast? Some of them. Some of them. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would. I want to. I want to say yes, but I don't want to. I don't want to lead you down the wrong path because I'm okay. Are you? I'm. I'm okay. I'm just. I'm just slightly. Uh, sometimes emotionally unavailable, but uh, I'm cool. <laughs> but other guys, I'm like. I don't know. Like sometimes, like I hear like the stuff about. I'm like. I. I didn't even know. What do you mean, Louis C.K.? Uh, just either just about? tons of other comics. Oh, that they're weirdos. Yeah, yeah, but don't you? Yeah, I feel like you can say that about. Act, I mean, comedians are are special. You know, they've got things to say. They're delivering information. <laughs> they're dark. They're battling oh, battling lots of internal demons. Who knows why they feel compelled to get up on a stage? It's like such a masochistic I, thing to do. I, don't you feel like but you're like a young comedian, a younger comedian? I'm trying to like make wiggle room where it's like you're an awoken. I don't say woke. I say an awoken. You're an awoken. Woke. You or well, you can say that. I'm not going to say that. You. I say awoken. I say awoken. You don't but, say woke. No, mm. it's not for me to say. Just like uh, yeah, I don't know. You refuse to say woke. I'm not going to say it because isn't it like embarrassing and lame and not uh, appropriate for me to say that word? You isn't said that, it. Isn't that I said awoken? No, no. I'm saying you said that it was inappropriate. Isn't that like cultural appropriation or something? Wouldn't people be like, "Oh my god, can you, can the girl stop saying woke?" Oh no, I'm quoting. I'm yeah, referring to a word. You fucker. Right, oh all my good. god. But uh, but aren't you like? I like to think like a new school comedians are less fucked up internally. They've got less rage and stuff, and they're usually you know no. Okay. No. I don't know. These kids are weird. There you go. I'm staying away from comedians. I'm going to be friends with comedians. They're even more crazy now because they, th- they all think they can be famous because of the internet. So, so you got the darkness of childhood, the need to be seen and to be... And the illusion of the internet. And the illusion... What's the illusion of the internet exactly? Just that you could be like... That anybody could be anything that they want. No. <laughs> Can't we all? But isn't that true? But if you do the work, don't you think that? I thought you subscribed to that idea. I do, but everyone doesn't need to. <laughs> Why? Because people don't all have something to say. Yeah. People just want the fame. They don't want to do the work. They don't even have anything to fucking say. They yeah. just want to like exist in a bikini yeah. or have a curated life. Or just have the followers. Yeah, or the life. Yeah. Kevin Hart's Instagram is 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 so like ridiculous. ridiculous and detrimental to the minds of young comedians. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. What happened what about what happened to him? That's why it's scary. What? With, I don't know, with the sex tape thing or whatever. Not that wasn't even a sex tape. Whatever. Who cares? We're not gonna get into all this. To stuff be honest, like, I want I I please. I want Kev to talk about how um, the sleaze ball stuff he does. Making- I would rather that than the false yeah. Perfectionist, self-help yeah. guru, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not talked about it? No. Yeah. No. That dude's living life, man. He's living life. Like, so much more to talk about. That'd be way more interesting. I don't want to hear about your son's flip-flops. <laughs> Is that one of his jokes about uh, yeah. flip-flops? I don't want to hear about your son's flip-flops, Kev. Can't wait to start this war. This war on the Level XC podcast, Jordan Rock. tell me about these models on cocaine. That's what I want. 
to know about. <laughs> oh my god, another day. Tell me about Miami, Kev. <laughs> what happened in Miami, Kev? <laughs> 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 oh god. So you're gonna get your car washed. We're landing this plane. I've talked to you for a fucking eon. Do you? Uh, I'll do a show tonight too. You are? Oh, god, this comes out next week. I mean, this is just, uh, it's not live. Yeah. Where are you? Okay. Oh, god. Can I go to see you do comedy? You don't feel stifled. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Is that because I'm gonna buy my own ticket? I'll no, I got you. Ticket. I got you. Wait, when are you when are you performing in Los Angeles? So if this comes out uh, next Wednesday, whatever day it is today, you guys are listening. Who knows? Uh, when's this coming out? I mean, this comes out like next Wednesday. What day is it? So it's like in six days it comes out. I want to see you on the Sunset Strip or anywhere. What is the, what day? Oh my is, God, what day? What day is? Help, Aristotle. Oh God. The, the 21st. Well, let's see, hold on. The 20, yeah, the 20th. 20, 20, 20, two, two, the 24th, it comes out the 24th. It comes out the 24th? Yeah. Uh, dang! I don't have anything right now. Jesus, <laughs> this is riveting. I'm on the road. Uh, if you guys, uh, if anyone's in uh, Arlington in February, Arlington, Texas, in the week after Valentine's Day, that's basically Dallas. I'll be doing the improv. If anyone's in Cleveland, the weekend after that, I'll be at the improv. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, I want you Insta storying and the Parahoy, the Parahoy. I'm doing the Parahoy. On uh, April 6th through the 10th. What the fuck is a Parahoy? Paramore is doing a cruise, and we're going from Miami to the Bahamas. You're going to do comedy on a cruise? With Paramore. The band Paramore? Yeah. Wait, what? Bury the lead, why don't you? Cruise Paramore? Yeah. Haley has, has a boyfriend, right? I think so. Well, we'll see what happens on that cruise. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's going to be fun. How many days? Uh, I guess like four days, three days, three, four. Are tickets still available? Tickets are all sold out. They're all sold out? Oh my God. Aren't you getting a little, little bit claustrophobic on a cruise? I would freak out. I, I don't know how it's going to be, but I'm going to drink. You're going to drink. Do you think you think I should uh, start drinking a little bit though? Just like sprinkle it in? No, 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 no. Just stay off. Just stay off. Really? Yeah. If you're, if you're off, stay off. You support me in that? Yeah. Oh my God. So many people. Eventually I will see you when you're playing one of these, the Sunset Strip, because I really like old timey like... You know, you play, you, you perform at the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Store. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will be there with one of them. You're like, I'm a store girl. I mean, I do like the Comedy Store because I just love what it looks like. It's so old. I might, I might go to the store. I might go to the store tonight. Well, you know, I'm out. I'm out tonight. I'm doing two. I'm doing two tonight, though. I'm doing uh, the Bronson Bar down uh, on Sunset and Bronson, and yeah. I'm doing the Laugh Factory. How often do you perform a week? Uh, this week I had a lot, so I, I performed. Probably like three times this week, three, four times this week. And when do you write? Every day. Every day, like what time? You're not diligent. You, you got this yeah, schedule I'm not happening. Like, I'm no. not like writing. And I'm not even really writing every day. I'm just more of just looking at my set. I might jot a joke down. I might switch up something. In your phone? Do you constantly putting notes in your phone? I put notes in my phone, but you know what I just did? I, put, I just put a dry erase board in my, in my uh, bedroom. What? A dry erase board? You could take the wrong girl home. She could erase everything. She could ruin your life. It's not that It's not that much up there. Okay. Uh, it is, it's transferred from my notebook, but mostly every important thing, like bits that I need to look at that like, uh, you know, because I'm looking at them like, like points. So I, I, the bits that I need to tell over and over again, I'm looking at them over and over again. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, thank you for being on my podcast. I hope you don't regret it. Oh, no, not at all. I'll see when it comes out. All if right. there's any crazy women coming in my DMs, I'll, I'll be like, yo, what? Like, It's all because of me. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Jordan Rock. Thank you for having me. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Nerdist.com.